Thank you for listening to the Patrick Ely podcast. As always, it's for entertainment purposes only. It's a work of fiction. It is not financial or medical advice. I sold my Spotify shares today. I still like Spotify as a uh, company. I think their stock will continue to do well. I bought the day that Joe Rogan signed his initial exclusive contract with them. The way I remember I made like 60% of my investment in a week, and then it's been a up and down ride. I closed out with 30% gains after a couple of years. Still holding on to Apple and Tesla and Walmart, NVIDIA and SMH. Otherwise, I'm kind of sitting in S&P 500 indexes, Bitcoin and high yield savings accounts or a high yield savings account getting between four and a half and 5%. The way the markets are right now, I think it's safer to be more conservative in especially since 5% on a a savings account is available right now than trying to take on the risk of stocks that don't have high potential for growth. That's why I let go of Spotify. The last two weekends I was in Southern California doing comedy and martial arts. Last weekend I was doing martial arts in Los Angeles and California was getting prepared for catastrophic rain and wind. We ended up leaving early. There was bad weather, but it ended up being a whole lot of nothing, in my opinion, as usually happens. Although last year in Northern California, we got close to some serious flooding. I think it was about this time of year. And so it's not always much ado about nothing. And it's better to be safe than sorry. Speaking of safe instead of sorry. I'm very happy that the border bill failed in the Senate this week. I'm happy because it wasn't a border bill. It was a bill that put more money into the U.S. southern border, but put far more money into Ukraine and Israel. First of all, in principle, I am tired of the federal government bundling these bills and packages they create. They name it something that sounds attractive, like protecting the border bill. And then they bundle hundreds of billions of dollars into special interests that have nothing to do with, for instance, the southern border. If all of these causes and goals that the federal government has and wants to put money towards are worthwhile, then there should be single, straightforward packages, proposals, and bills for each one of those causes. There should be a standalone Ukraine package. There should be a standalone Israel package. There should be a standalone southern border package. There should be transparency in these things so that even the average dumb American can know what is being voted on. That's the only real reason why they bundle things, so that the the guy who's actually providing the money, the taxpayer, won't know they're funneling their money to something selfish. There is a lot of back and forth about whether Ukraine should be defended and how much of a threat Russia is and who's right and who's wrong when it comes to Israel and Palestine. But as an independent nation far away from these countries, unless there is a clear reason and a clear nation that needs to be defended, when there's confusion, I think it makes the most sense to stay out of it, especially financially especially when the United States has financial problems. You know, you take Ukraine, I've I've said this before, 
don't think it's really up for debate. There's been no well-defined reason why we have so much interest in Ukraine and Russia is an existential threat is not a well-defined reason. I have to believe that the reason that there has been no straightforward logic presented about our support of Ukraine, that there's something they don't want us to know. And whether it's right, morally justified, or wrong, whatever it is, if we're supposed to give tax dollars to them, it should be something that the American people can know. With Israel, we've been giving them billions of dollars for a very long time, decades and decades and decades. We have provided them with the financial ability to build what was supposedly the most secured defense apparatus in the world, a defense apparatus that dudes in hang gliders were able to breach. Something not right about that. And it, if nothing else, says that throwing money at this longstanding issue and feud is not the answer. It is nonsensical that we should continue throwing money at this problem doesn't mean we should never put money into this problem. But again, it should be for a simple, well-defined reason. Something that makes sense morally and ethically for our nation. Right now, for instance, in New York, the state plans to give $1,000 credit cards or debit cards to tens of thousands, might even be hundreds of thousands of legal immigrants. And New York doesn't have the money to do it. They're asking taxpayers from all around the country to provide this money. If they don't have it, then we don't have the money to give to other countries. I don't think we should be giving a dime to illegal immigrants in this country. But that is beside the point. You go back to a single household in America, they have to budget. They can't spend money they don't have. Our lawmakers should behave no differently. And yes, single family households have access to credit, but they only retain that access to credit if they pay off their debts, if they stay in good standing, and the United States has not done that, something needs to change. Now, as for the southern border, last few weeks, there's been true pressure on the Democrats and Biden to address it. And his dumbass administration has not provided a simple, straightforward answer about why they have not. We had the lowest number of people crossing the border at the end of Trump's presidency. I'm not saying Trump is good. I'm not saying Trump is bad. I'm saying we had the lowest number of people in our modern history, crossing the border, it was the most secure that it had been at the end of Trump's presidency. And Joe Biden rolled back all of his policies and opened the borders. Now, he has said in recent weeks, Corinne Jean-Pierre has said a lot of it for him since he can't really speak, that they wanted to address the border three years ago when he came into presidency, when the Democrats had Congress, by the way, so they could have done what they wanted. They had leverage that they wanted to do something, but the Republicans held it up because they would not sign off on legislation. She doesn't go into any detail because it's complete bullshit. What they wanted money for was adding more judges and more people to process illegals coming in. They didn't want any money for securing the border. Not only that, but the president has executive power to shut down the border, to take military that we have sitting around doing nothing, go protect the border like we're supporting Ukraine doing, and like we're supporting Russia doing, or pardon me, like we're supporting Israel doing. We could do the same thing here at home, but he has chosen not to. And then all of a sudden, he pulls out of his ass the border protection bill, which 
wasn't protecting the border. It was throwing billions of dollars at adding more people to process illegals to rapidly make them legal for no apparent reason, not because they were needed for work, not because they were needed for study, but just cause they showed up. In my opinion, the first thing we should do is secure the border from people crossing it, period. And we don't need more money for that. We just need policy and regulation. If once that crisis has settled down, we want to talk about a new way of evaluating who to bring in, because that's something that the president keeps saying is broken, that system for evaluating who can come in, we should do that. But his proposal is not to, to find a new way of evaluating who can come in. His proposal is just to allow everyone to come in now with some paperwork. It's not a solution that's actually buffering the problem. And so circling back, I'm really glad that the Senate caused that bill to fail. There is a bill in Congress proposing, I believe it's headed by Matt Gates, proposing that Congress only do single issue proposals. One problem, one solution, one allocation of money without lumping other things into it. If Congress was really interested in solving issues without special interests, they would have no problem with passing that. And then they would create a, a single proposal to address our Southern border. Then they would create a single proposal to address Ukraine. Then they would create a single proposal to address Israel. I know that the problem for them there is that they would have to be then transparent about their corruption and special interests. But my point is today, don't be fooled by the titles and names of these things that are being thrown around on fake news and by the Biden administration. They were never asking for money to secure the border, and they shouldn't be asking for money. They should be asking for approval of policy and law.